Welcome to the Picture Book Look Podcast. I'm Kim Chafee. And I'm Kirstie Call. Together, we'll share some of our favorite picture books and chat with their creators to explore the journey from story idea to bookshelf. We'd love you to join us as we take a picture book look. Every manuscript needs revision, but do you know how to step back and critically assess what you need to do to revise? Do you know what questions to ask? Katie Davis has a free checklist for you called Five Important Questions to Ask When Critiquing Your Own Manuscript. Katie is the former director of the Institute of Children's Literature, co-founder of Picture Book Summit, founder of the Writer's Block, and author, illustrator, or editor of 16 books. Katie has critiqued hundreds of manuscripts, so get your copy of Five Important Questions to Ask When Critiquing Your Own Manuscript free at katiedavis.com slash five questions. Feeling stuck in your creative journey? Needing to change your narrative? Everything you want is possible. As a therapist-trained life coach for creatives, I'm excited to help authors like you create clarity and build self-confidence so you can achieve your dreams. Kirstie can help you get the drama out of your life and into your art. Visit kirstiencall.com. That's K-I-R-S-T-I-N-E-C-A-L-L dot com and register for a free consultation today. Hooray! I can't wait for us to work together to get you where you want to be. Hey, Kim. Hey, Kirstie. Do you want to know something top secret? But you can't tell anyone. It's classified. Um, if it's classified, <laughs> I'm not sure telling me on the podcast is the best idea. <laughs> well, I guess I don't have to hide how much I love our book for today. Classified, The Secret Career of Mary Golda Ross, Cherokee Aerospace Engineer, written by Tracy Sorrell and illustrated by Natasha Donovan, is the story of a remarkable woman who broke barriers as a Cherokee woman in a male-dominated field. I love how compelling and informative this biography is. It truly is. I also love Natasha's art and the interesting perspectives that she takes on each page spread. We're excited to talk with Tracy, Natasha, and their editor, Carol Hins, about the creative process behind Classified. Let's talk. So Tracy, we're going to start with you. Biographies are some of my favorite genre of picture books not only because they introduce kids to people that they've never heard of from other cultures and backgrounds that they might not be familiar with, but also because it's an opportunity for other kids to see themselves represented in a book about an important person in history that they might identify with in some way. Can you share with us where the inspiration for this story came from? Actually, Carol and I connected on social media, and so we would send messages to each other and just chit-chatting. And she said, have you ever thought about writing a biography of Mary Golda Ross? I was like, no, (laughs) because I don't have a math and science background. That obviously is a huge part of Mary Golda Ross's legacy and contributions, right, to our planet. But we do share, obviously, the same um, tribal citizenship background. We grew up in the same area. As I thought about it, yeah, she's one of the hidden figures that helped put people on the moon and did all these wonderful things. And yet, when I looked at things that had been written about her, it was clear her full humanity wasn't represented on the page. 
Interesting. And so I saw the opportunity with writing her story to not only highlight all of her career accomplishments, but really how that background that she brought with her helped to make room for others to come after her and not just from people of her same background. And so that was really a compelling part of who she is to me. And I wanted other people to be able to see that. I love that. Carol, what was it about this story that made you want to acquire it? I mean, it sounds like you asked for it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I threw out an idea, but, you know, I don't have a hundred percent success rate with that sort of thing by any means. It was sort of up to Tracy to see if she thought this would be a compelling story and especially compelling for her to be the one to tell. Generally with picture book biographies, you know, I'm looking for two things. I want an interesting person and I want an interesting telling of that person's life. And I think that's key because, you know, we're not just publishing encyclopedia articles with pictures <laughs> next to them. I want it to feel and read like a picture book. And I know Tracy put a lot of time and work into finding the right way to tell Mary's story. And I think what was so compelling is the way Tracy figured out it was sort of a very natural fit that she could weave together Mary's Cherokee heritage, identity, and values, along with her accomplishments. You know, they go together every step of the way. It it was really, you know, weaving them both together that I found just so powerful and compelling. It's like, oh my gosh, you know, we have to make this book. This is wonderful. I agree. I think it's so engaging and informative at the same time, which is exactly the balance that you want Mm -hmm. in a picture book biography. So can you give us a look into your illustrator selection process? One of the things that's awesome about Tracy is that she's not only, you know, working on her own books. She also maintains a running list of Native illustrators, you know, from around the U.S. and Canada. And so every show often she'll say, hey, here are some illustrators. And so this was part of the exchange Tracy and I had had before ever working on this book. So in a way, Tracy was part of that too, because she was, you know, putting people on our radar. But then, so our art director, Danielle Carnido is, you know, she's really the one who is at the head of figuring out the visuals. Because I am a word person. I like the pictures a lot, but I don't have that sort of instinct that people who are truly visually driven have. And so I said, Danielle, here's this illustrator, Natasha Donovan. She looks really cool. She's done some sort of naturey things. And, you know, nature is like, adjacent to science, you know, there's an overlap there. (laughs) You know, we want someone who's comfortable with these more technical aspects. You know, we need to have someone who can do people well. We're only looking at Indigenous or Native illustrators for this book. That felt like the only right It's definitely a great choice. We put together a short list, shared it with Tracy, and, you know, I feel like almost from the moment we were looking at the list, Natasha was our top choice. So, Natasha, what was it about this story that made you want to say yes to working on it? It's funny to hear Carol talking about (laughs) needing someone with comfort drawing technically, because that was sort of the thing that made me take a while to respond to the email. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I don't know how to draw planes. (laughs) But ultimately, like that challenge was something that drew me in. No pun intended. Um, (laughs) I really love reading biographies. As a kid, I... I read a lot of them and I'm kind of just a major nerd for the graphic form 
form. And I think that history really lends itself well to being illustrated because it's often a little unfamiliar. I think it really benefits from that visual element being added. So that was just exciting to me. Wonderful. Fabulous. Tracy, what was your research and writing process like for this story? It wasn't different than other ones in terms of, you know, whatever the topic is, I want to see if I can hear from the person first. So I try to look at anything that I can get my hands on that they've said, you know, interviews that have been given. I do obviously look at second sources that have been written about them. One of the things that struck me early on with Mary is that she gave an interview just a few weeks before she passed, and that was to our tribal newspaper. So once I got my hands on that interview, like things really clicked into place because what I felt like had been missing about her story, she confirmed in that article. And that's one of the quotes that's in the very front of the book. She had this firm foundation in her heritage And she also had this aptitude for math. And that really is what propels her out into the world. That, to me, gave me permission to kind of move forward with that narrative. Ever want to come from a place of like, I'm trying to put something on someone's life that isn't reflective of who they are. Right. So it really confirmed for me that she brought her full humanity of who she was into her work. And then from there, I reached out to her last remaining first cousin. She was on the backside of 30 when he was born. <laughs> so he points me to her alma mater, which is not far from my house. And there, many of her professional effects had been donated. So she's got her slide rules. She's got books that were on her desk. She even has like employment records. So wow. the timeline in the back was fully <laughs> informed by how detailed her records were. And I took pages and pages of her handwritten notes. And so all of these files were then shared with Natasha, because that's another thing I'm very conscientious of is that, you know, I'm telling maybe 50% of the story, the illustrators telling at least 50% or more. And so the more that I can help them with, you know, here's all these files, whatever's useful to you. And similarly, like Natasha said, it's not like either of us, you know, build planes or do any of these things. So I reached out to people at NASA who are native engineers there and said, can you all look to make sure that like, you know, equations are using these planes, like things are matching up. And so that was helpful as well. And so again, it's kind of a similar project I use with all of my books, whether that's fiction or nonfiction that I really want to get to. If this is the thread that I'm going with that through line for the story, does it match up from all sides? And With Mary's story, it did. It just wasn't one that had been shared about Mm. her. Well, you're the perfect person to tell it. You did an amazing job. I felt like I was spending, you know, a couple of days with Mary. And just all these things opened up. That's really awesome. Carol, can you give us a look into what the editing process was like for the story? Sure. You know, it's funny because I feel like it came in quite fully formed. The arc was there, the approach was there. And so just asking little questions, finessing, okay, is this phrasing here clear? So Mary earlier in her career was a teacher and then decides to move on to other things. And we wanted to phrase the transition in such a way that it wasn't that she was moving on to something better or more important because teaching is incredibly valuable. And there's no indication from Mary that she looked down on teaching at all. So we wanted to just, you know, make that smooth, make it accurate. And I think one of my biggest questions for Tracy early on, you know, she's woven in these Cherokee values. And I thought this is amazing. But as a non-Cherokee reader, 
without that grounding or background, I thought, well, this is great, but so convenient. All these values just keep popping up, but I don't have this context. And it's like, I want to be respectful. This is also going to be read by a lot of Cherokee kids. It's not only a book for an outsider audience. And so Tracy and I talked and this sort of led to the note at the beginning of the book that accompanies the quote from Mary. It's a note on Cherokee values and just sort of lays out, here are some of the key values. So that way, when they come up in the narrative, they're familiar rather than something new that we're just hearing about in the moment that's irrelevant. And then Tracy and I worked really hard on the back matter. She had all that documentation <laughs> for the timeline and just double checking things. Our learners photo research department found some, um, a couple of photos of Mary to include in the back matter, which I loved seeing um, those. Really nice. <laughs> Natasha, your art is such a good match for this story. You have some really interesting perspectives with page spreads where you can see the silhouettes of Mary and other engineers in the tent working on their classified projects. So can you give us a look into how you created your illustrations for this particular story? This book was notable to me just in the level of collaboration that happened on the editorial side and the art direction. And with Tracy, it was more interconnected than anything that I've experienced up until now in my career. And there was also a lot of communication just in terms of what everyone was thinking about what would work well for each of the spreads. So that was great. There's a lot of discussion. Yeah. And then eventually, you know, I just started, this is the most difficult part, but just putting pencil down on blank paper and forcing myself to just draw really, really bad, rough drafts, <laughs> <laughs> just as, as quick as they can be. And like, try to get over the voice in my head that's telling me I've forgotten how to draw. <laughs> well, you have that too, as an artist. I have that yeah. too. <laughs> yes. Every time, every new project, I'm totally convinced that I no longer know how to do anything and that I was a fraud and I've tricked everyone all along. <laughs> and then on the sort of technical side, this book was illustrated almost entirely on my iPad, which was lovely. Oh, wow. well, yeah. that's very cool. Well, we have one last question. Carol, we'll start with you. When someone reads this book about Mary Golda Ross, what do you hope they feel or learn? I hope that they are inspired that if Mary, you know, born more than a hundred years ago, could, you know, find her passion and see a way to make a contribution that they too can find whatever it is, you know, in their future and work with that same sort of determination and commitment and care for those who come after them to make the world better, just as Mary did. How about you, Natasha? What do you hope they feel or learn when people read this book? I know how difficult it can be to feel called to a path that is unconventional. So I hope that it offers a little confidence to readers who feel the same. Tracy, when someone reads this book, what do you hope they feel or learn? On a personal level, I hope they feel satisfied that the time they spent in the pages, you know, that it was something maybe they didn't expect or they, they've learned something new. But certainly I hope for young people that they feel inspired to bring them their full selves to say, let me show up with my full self, you know, in this experience, because we all have gifts and abilities to offer to everyone else. And um, that young person reading the book will be that light for someone else after them. That's, that's what I 
A big thank you to Tracy, Natasha, and Carol for joining us today and giving us a look into the creative process for classifying the secret career of Mary Golda Ross, Cherokee aerospace engineer. Check out the show notes to learn more about Tracy and Natasha and their other fabulous books. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss an episode. And we would love it if you would leave us a review. Thanks for listening and happy looking. Picture Book Look is produced by Kirsty Call and Kim Chafee. Music by James Call.